Take the usual podcast hosting companies and you'll stay in expensive wonderland. Take the podcast of Matrix Hosting and you'll experience a completely different world of whole podcast library hosting. Choose wisely at podcastmatrix.com. That's podcastmatrix.com. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. The Small Business Saturdays podcast. With your host and my husband. And my dad, Aaron Montgomery. Join the conversation. Let's talk some business. Good morning. Welcome. How's everybody doing today? I got a few things going on in the background here today, so bear with me as we uh, we get going for the day. Uh, everybody uh, having a good Small Business Saturday so far? It's uh, Great day for all of us small businesses. It's a day that American Express decided that they were going to create an additional holiday around uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday. There's Giving Tuesday. Um, so you got Small Business Saturday happening today. Now, uh, as small businesses here, <laughs> we uh, do Small Business Saturday every Saturday and every day. Um, that is uh, one of my favorite lines from my good friend Terry Combs is, uh, um, as an entrepreneur, you have the right to work every hour of every day. So there you go. Um, good stuff there. I'm going to make a quick adjustment to the camera there. So, uh, all right. Well, who's checking in this morning? How are we doing out there? What? Uh, how's business? How are things going? I, I see we've got some viewers here. So i um, love to hear from you. And uh, just uh, in the comments section, just say hello. Good morning. How's your business doing? What's going on uh, with you? And uh, just want to get to know you. That that's the whole point of what uh, what Small Business Saturday was all about. It was about talking about uh, things. It was talking about um, concepts that small businesses need to work on. It it helps me. Hopefully, you know, this is a conversation that we all have. And Jim, good morning. Great to see you. I did have a great Thanksgiving. Uh, it was very nice. Uh, I'm actually having a kitchen remodel done right now. So uh, we ended up going over to my dad's condo and uh, but uh, still had a, a lovely meal, lovely opportunity to get together with uh, my family. Eric, good morning. Uh, let's get Jim up there. So uh, good. Uh, and then Eric, good morning. Uh, great to have you along for the ride here this morning, too, Eric. So again, guys, the, the point here is community. Let's discuss. Uh, you know, I, I've got some thoughts and ideas that I've put together and things that have worked for me and, and things that I've uh, seen work for others. But I also want your feedback too. Shipping is one of those things that's uh, ever evolving, changing quite a bit. Um, I believe we're going to have some folks from different areas, uh, different countries, Canada and stuff like that tuning in. And I know like in Canada, for example, there's some crazy stuff going on over there with their Canada Post, which is the equivalent of the uh, U.S. mail system here in the U.S., uh, where they're having rolling strikes. So you never know if your mail is going to actually get delivered that day. This is just what I've heard. So if anybody has more experience or more information uh, about that, let me know and, and uh, get going. But uh, And then how's everybody's business doing? What, what are you guys doing for Small Business Saturday today? Is there anything special that you've done, any emails that you've sent out or things that you're doing to encourage people to uh, shop with you today? Um, are you using the hashtags that are out there? Um, all those other things, you know, so I've heard a couple of uh, commercials this morning on the radio coming over here to my my co-working location that uh, 
we're, we're taking advantage of that small business Saturday that was a mall saying, hey, come to our mall. This is a, all the small businesses are right here together. West County Mall. So um, good stuff there. What's going on with your guys's business? And uh, love to hear any of those comments and feedback that you guys have uh, throughout the show here today. It's not necessarily a show. It's more of a conversation. So I, <laughs> I do the two regular guys show too much and I get used to that. But uh, yeah, this this to me is a, a bit more of an open conversation between me and you guys tuning in. So I appreciate you spending a little bit of time with me today. So any any good ideas out there? Anything that you guys have done for Small Business Saturday? Um, love to love to hear it. Just post in the comments there. Um, you do need to be watching this from my Facebook page to for your comments to show up in front of me here with the the software tool that I use. Um, so if you're you're not there, if you could just cruise on over to facebook.com slash aaronmontgomery.info, and then you can find the live video there. And if you're commenting there um, instead of some other place where it maybe was shared, it, Facebook's just weird about that there, the, the way they make some of these third-party apps jump through hoops. So um, head over there and check it out there so you can be part of this conversation and I can actually see and, and interact with you. Um, so the, the thing that we're talking about today is shipping, and I'm going to get into that in just one second here. But but first, I just wanted to give a shout out to Cindy Miles. Um, Cindy is actually the one who suggested this topic. She reached out to me through uh, the contact me page over at AaronMontgomery.info, or you can send me an email at Aaron at MontcoConsulting.com. And um, she actually uh, suggested this show. So I'm encouraging all of you guys, heck, place it in the comments here. Uh, whatever topics we, we need to cover, whatever topics we as a small business community need to come together and, and discuss, that's that's what I'm looking for. You know, I have some other ideas in the in the pipeline myself, but uh, in fact, this show I had scheduled for this morning, I just bumped it back to to another time because I felt this was timely, especially with everything going on with the small with Black Friday. I mean, my phone's just been blowing up with different. Uh, specials from Amazon and, and specials from this person or that person, all the e-commerce stuff that that I get. So, um, you know, we wanted to dive into the shipping part here. So, again, please send me your suggestions, things you'd like to discuss, things that you're maybe struggling with or things that you you enjoy talking about that you want to bring into our little community of small businesses here. So, um Here's here's some great recommendations from my good friend Eric Campbell. Always always there to help out. Uh, good results with the Google. App. Oh, he he's telling. Sorry, I'm I'm too far ahead of the <laughs> too far ahead of the curve here. Um, he's telling me about some things that the, that he's been doing within his business as far as uh, getting results. So he said good results with the Google Ad Promotions extension where you can show coupon codes, deals on search ads, helping a company with those. So. Um, Eric putting in some work this holiday season. Good, good. He's always working hard, but um, not shipping, but good Black Friday, Cyber Monday tactics. Definitely. So um, if you want to hear a little bit more about that from uh, from Eric, just head over to ericcampbell.com and you can find him or interact with him right there on Facebook. So Eric is always a wealth of information and uh, always willing to share it. He's uh been uh been the producer on the two regular guys podcast for, for some time now and just helps tremendously keeps that show going so um and support we can give back to eric is always uh a number one in my book so <laughs> all right guys well 
shall we? Anybody got anything else that we need to cover? You know, anyone want to share any other strategies, things that they've been doing? How's how's business going? Um, we can always come back to that. I'm I'm more than happy to uh, jump around. I'm I'm definitely like a uh, shiny object. Uh, well, Charlie, I'm just, what, what, where, where, <laughs> you know, so that's going to happen. So <laughs> that's just part of the fun here today. Hi, I'm Kyleen, and you're listening to an episode of the Small Business Saturdays podcast. Do you want to subscribe to the Small Business Saturdays podcast? Head over to smallbusinesssaturdayspodcast.com. There are tons of ways to subscribe. Click on your favorite and grab all the information about growing your small business. I guess another question I want to ask you guys as we talk uh, talk about the shipping here um, and talk about free shipping specifically, I think is kind of what has driven a lot of the consternation over shipping, especially within the e-commerce world. But uh, who here's that that's tuning in right now? Who here is uh, offering free shipping to their customers? So I'll give you guys a couple of seconds. In fact, I'm going to ask a couple of questions and give you a few moments to uh, post. I know there's a slight delay here from one to the next. So um, love to know who is offering free shipping to their customers. Um, also, if you are offering free shipping, do you have like a threshold? Do they have to spend a certain amount of money, like free shipping over $100 or free shipping over $150 or whatever the your limit might be? I'd love to he- hear your feedback on that. And, and then do you ever... If you're not offering free shipping, do you ever then at times use free shipping as an incentive? You know, maybe it's, hey, Small Business Saturday deal, free shipping on all orders today only kind of thing. Um, do you use it as an incentive? J- just love to hear some of your guys' thoughts and, and what strategies you're using right now as far as, as free shipping goes. Um, so I'll, I'll take a quick breather here and... Uh, it, but you guys chime in. Um, and again, if I'm not seeing your, your comments, if they're not popping up in front of me, I'm, I'm trying to interact with everything that pops up in front of me here. So uh, if you're not over at facebook.com slash Aaron Montgomery dot info, and uh, then you can, uh, then, then I'll see your comments. You got to be there. Unfortunately, that's just the way Facebook works with these things. So um, here we go. Jim has uh, chimed in. Thank you, Jim. Um, I hate shipping anything. I try to keep local and deliver myself. Well, that's a great idea, Jim. Actually, um, perfect. I, that's going to lead into one of the things that I've, I want to talk about too. And agreed, you know, if depending on what your business is and, and what your, your niche is and, and your why, for example, you know, if your, your company is about the local community, then shipping is one of those things that you, you really can probably avoid. Now, there's probably always going to be a need to ship something. So having some shipping strategies is probably a good thing. And and as you try to grow your business, we're kind of evolving into a bit more of an e-commerce world. You know, I uh, read different things throughout just kind of perusing different uh, information about what's going on this Black Friday, Cyber Monday kind of weekend, trying to keep up on on the numbers. And um, they say that over 61% of people are going to do their holiday shopping online and not visit a store. So, you know, we do have to be aware of those things and we do have to be ready to do those things. But as Jim is saying, and, and as Jim does, which is great, I, I think this is great. You, you focus in on your community. That's what's going to set him apart from somebody else's nobody else is going to have Jim coming in to drop off their stuff. And people probably have that relationship with, in fact, I know Jim being a great guy, people have that relationship with him. They want him to stop in maybe 
have a moment to have a quick conversation and here's the stuff and here's, you know, that's all part of the service and that that's fantastic. So um, thank you so much for sharing that information, Jim, and, and uh, good stuff there. So as I said, you know, we are kind of changing as a society, as a community, uh, just in general. And a lot of these things are driven by the people like Amazon, um, you know, it, the, the free shipping thing has become a little bit more of the norm. And, and there's been a lot of studies done on that. And and honestly, people really just in our brains, psych, psychologically, we can even at the tip of our brains understand that free shipping is not really free shipping, that it's baked in there somewhere. But for some reason, our subconscious mind can't get over the fact we love getting that free thing. So if we see free, we see free shipping we're more likely to buy that over the same product that may have been cheaper, but I've got to pay shipping on top of it. Um, and even once you add shipping on top of it, if it's cheaper, a lot of times we'll, we'll buy that instead. You know, my Amazon shopping habits are, I always go and just highlight the the prime items, you know, because I can find a hundred, hundred different sellers of the same thing, but I just want it to be easy. So I don't have to worry about shipping or how long it's going to take. I, I do the prime thing two days, it's going to be here, you know, that kind of thing. So just one of those things that we have to be aware of. But like I said, free shipping is actually a huge lie. Um, even Amazon and what they offer, you know, Amazon does things a little differently. They kind of lean on the shipping companies. And so their costs are going to be a lot lower and stuff like that. Plus they're not, they, they look at it as a, as a loss leader. So they're just winning business by giving free shipping. Um, but you know, I just said about Prime, well, my Prime membership costs me $120 a year. So I'm actually paying for my own shipping right there. And they're, they're hopeful that I won't buy enough stuff or that I buy enough stuff to make it profitable enough for them. But they've found that that threshold. So, you know, it used to be, I think I, when I first got it, it was $79. It went up to $99. It's up to $120. I think they're going to keep pushing to see how far they can go with it. I don't know how much further I'm willing to go. Now, I use the Prime for a lot of other things, too. But if it was just a shipping thing for me, I'm not sure I'd, I'd spend that anymore at $120. So, you know, when you're thinking about your business and free shipping, Think about the fact that it's not really free. So don't don't get yourself in that place where you're like, uh, I got to offer free shipping. And it's going to eat in my profits. Well, not necessarily. If you do it the right way, it can actually be a little bit of a, a profit center. You know, you can bake it into your price and give them that that completed price. So um, start there. Let's think about that first. Um, let me get a comment up from Eric here. He says uh, with e-commerce, some of my direct retail styled pre-decorated properties did well with affordable flat rate shipping, encouraging order stacking, increased order sizes, and we broke even on shipping. That's that's good feedback there, Eric. That's fantastic. Um yeah, and 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 shipping as a as a part of your business is is one of those things that you have to be really careful with because you can very easily sit there and look at your shipping bill and go, oh my God, this is a cost I got to get under control. But you need to take that and combine it in with how it's your your end bottom line number. You know, shipping. I think I've I've been involved with a company before that really struggled with the whole shipping thing. Even though in the distribution model they were in, they kind of pioneered free shipping. Um, it was always a terrible struggles for the owner to take a look at because he, it was always a profit center for him, and now he was losing money. But 
you were making more money on the bottom end, but he just couldn't get over that line item. And, and so you got to be really careful not to get yourself into that trap of making that line item drive your decisions. Think about your bottom line number, think about your customers and what they want and then drive from there. So, um, good stuff there. All right. So I wanted to talk about, and, and Eric, I'm going to come back to this comment here in just a second. Um, because I want to tie a couple things in that I had on my rundown. And just in case <laughs> nobody showed up to listen, I wanted to make sure I actually had some information for you. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so let's let's talk about a couple of quick things here that I think are things that we need to be aware of and, and that maybe a lot of small businesses don't understand when it comes to shipping. We're not shipping companies. We're decorators. Um, you, you want to make sure that you understand this, but you're not supposed to be a shipping company. So just understand a few key concepts here and then we can go from there. So number one, um, <laughs> Mike, thank you. Mike Wilkerson said, hi, at least one person's here. Yes, there's, there's definitely more than one Mike. So I, but adding you to the mix makes it even that much better. So thanks for tuning in, Mike. Uh, great to see you this morning. Hope you, you've had a fantastic Thanksgiving. Um, all right, so let's go into that first concept here. And and dimensional weight is something that we don't think of most of the time. Most of us, when we think about shipping, we go, okay, I've got this widget, I've got a ship, and it's going to cost me, and it weighs this, and, and so I have to think about my weight of it. Well, actually, FedEx and UPS, because of Amazon, and uh, and we'll talk about that in just a second, because of Amazon filling up their their uh, trains, planes, and automobiles with boxes full of air to discourage people from sending big boxes that filled up their trucks too quickly. Um, they changed to dimensional weight, meaning they calculate a rate based on the uh, dimensions of your product. So if it's, you know, so you could have something that weighs way less than a pound, but if it's in a box that's, you know, 18 inches by 12 inches by two inches, it's going to dimensionally weigh out much higher than the actual weight of that product. So really think about those things when you're coming up with the products you're going to offer. Really think about those things when when you're trying to buy your shipping boxes. Um, a couple of weeks ago, we had a podcast on the Two Regular Guys side over at facebook.com slash Two Regular Guys with Allison Prince. And she was talking about that specific thing. She held up a, a big old lantern with glass in it. And, you know, she thought it was awesome. It looked great. And then she came to find out that shipping it was just a huge pain in the butt. So, but then she pulled out something else that was smaller that just went into a little poly bag and shipped much easier. So, Think about those things when you're developing your products. Think about how they're going to ship and, and do things like that. Now, um, I know a lot of us are decorators here, and one of the most popular decorated items that, that a lot of us do are, are things like coffee mugs. Um, I've got another one back there somewhere, but I won't dig for it. So here is a, is a great tip that I think people sometimes miss out on because of um, what they're going for with, with shipping. So if you're going to be shipping an 11-ounce coffee mug, you want to try to keep that under a pound. So how are you going to ship a coffee mug? I don't know if you guys have ever seen what uh, some of the shipping companies do with our packages, but uh, I, I'm not sure if they all think that they're soccer players or, or, or for those of you in, in outside of the U.S., football players, as my son would say from uh, his Teen Titans movies. Um, but 
they do not really care too much about our packages. They chuck them around like crazy. So how the heck am I going to get this ceramic coffee mug to somebody in one piece and still keep it under a pound? Well, these foam mug boxes are, are I've got one here. Um, these things are fantastic. And I'm going to try to try to pull this out without making a huge mess. And But inside the mug is, take this apart. The mug is encapsulated in foam here, okay? And this foam is not, not really heavy. So I put it back in there and I've got this nice thing. It doesn't rattle. I stick it in this nice little box. I seal it up and I wrap some fragile tape around it um, and put a label on it. And this thing ships for less than a pound. So um, you can find them for about 99 cents typically on a lot of your distributor sites. Um, I know it's a company I work with over at subleysource.com. We have these. In fact, we sell cases of mugs that are already in these mug boxes with foam. And um, these are worth their weight in gold because this changes your shipping. You can now ship this if you're in the United States. You can ship it USPS first class mail. And, you know, that's that's a change of four or five dollars at least uh, per per shipment. And once I got this thing taped up, I can chuck it around. I mean, I can kick it. It you basically you'd have to run it over with a car to damage that mug. So um, really great stuff there. As we're talking about packaging oh, Martha, good morning. Hello. Hi, Martha. Good to see you. <laughs> um, it, it, real quick, go back to what I you know, and, and throw the stuff in here because I'll come back to these comments. But uh, I'd asked at the early at the beginning if you missed some of that first stuff. Who offers free shipping to their customers? If if you do, do you have a limit like over a hundred dollars? You you get free shipping, and if you do not, do you occasionally use it as an incentive? So would love to hear your guys' feedback. If any of you guys are doing e-commerce or doing any shipping of your products, um, and. and yeah, you know what? Let's dig into some of these things. Mike had a, has a good one here. Mike says, shipping, what a terrible double-edged sword. I work closely with a local shipping company business that always deals with the concept of, but this thing weighs nothing. Very frustrating conversation I can overhear at least 10 times in a given day. Absolutely. And and it, it's kind of the Amazon effect. Unfortunately, they decided that their efficiencies would uh, would take. And so that kind of leads me actually into my next um next topic here is that okay so we want to spend a little bit of something like that that's great it gets it down under a pound but in general think about your packaging think about the things that you buy and and think about spending a little extra money on having the right packaging you know have a box that that has the the perforate or the the folds where you can start with an 18 12 12 but cut it down to make it an 18 12 4 so what you want to try to do is you want to secure your, your products, but you also want to make them as tight as you can because we talked about the dimensional weight is, you know, we don't want to be shipping air. Unfortunately, only Amazon has that that or, or some of the other big box retailers like Walmart have this have this thing where they've got their shipping rates down so cheap that they don't really care. So they're going for efficiency at their side. And unfortunately, we're all paying the price for that. So um Make sure you got the right packaging so we're not shipping air. Um, and then one other thing I want to do there is I want to use that as a marketing tool. So if you're out there and you're having to compete with somebody else or 
you're, you're worried about losing some business to Amazon, think about how you can build that into your marketing. Um, as far as your packaging and stuff goes, maybe you're going to pay a little extra and get s- some sustainable packaging. Um, Amazon and what they're doing with the shipping is killing the environment. Uh, and I'm going to put some comments up after we're done with this today. A couple of links to a couple of articles I think are worth reading. Um, but they're absolutely killing our environment with what they're doing with shipping. And, and so they're filling up those shipping companies. So there are more planes, trains, and automobiles on the roadway polluting. They're causing all of the small businesses like us to shoulder the costs of their efficiencies um, which only benefit them. And they're creating a massive amount of cardboard overload that we're all going to struggle to deal with. So not only can we save ourselves some money, but we can actually use this to our advantage as a small business and you know make this part of our story, make this part of what we're saying. You know, we're going to ship your products, we're going to get it there, and it's going to be in one piece. But you know what? That box is recyclable. We package ours down. Maybe we reuse. Uh, old boxes. So we're not having to throw all those cardboard boxes away and we're just going to put labels on the outside of them, you know, so they, um, there we go. Ron says another reason to shop local is, uh, you know, there is no cardboard, no shipping boxes. So, so think about all those things and think about how you can take advantage of that from a marketing standpoint to promote your local business. There, there's Ron's comment. I forgot to click on that. Um, Mike says all shipping will cost something. Prime members are terribly spoiled in that it costs nothing to ship. And uh, yeah, we talked about that a little earlier, Mike, is that free shipping is a complete lie. Um, I'm paying $120 a year for my free shipping right now. So um, definitely some good stuff there. All right. So there's kind of, like I said, around the concept of dimensional weight being killer, some things that we can do, get our packaging as tight as possible. Think about creative ways to package things and then think about the marketing you can do to you know what what are the benefits of somebody working with you locally well we just came up with some you know ron mentioned another great reason to shop local well yeah because we're not killing the environment you know i'm gonna throw it in my bicycle and ride it over to you or, or something along those lines you know those kinds of, of great opportunities and uh we'll, we'll get into a couple other things after that so uh good stuff and then Eric, I promised I'd come back to yours. So um, there we go. A- Eric says, as an Amazon seller of size, the other thing you find out is that paying Amazon to fill your orders and stock your items puts you in the buy box more often on items. It's a competitive edge, but it can be costly. So yeah, that's a really good point, Eric, is that you know we're talking about some negative sides to Amazon, but unfortunately, you know, that's where a lot of people are shopping. So we have to kind of understand where we need to be within that ecosystem um, to best take advantage of, of some of those opportunities, you know, and, 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 and all this stuff will, will kind of work itself out. So we don't want to be negative about everything here. Um, there's, there's good and bad on, on both sides. And we just have to be as focused and as best as we can for our business and, and where it makes sense for us. So it's, it's not a bad thing to be a little selfish and to think about yourself because if you're really doing this the right way, you're actually thinking about your customers and you're thinking about your partners and your employees and, and, and kind of what your why is and, and how you make all these things fit together. All right. So that's, that's that. That's some good stuff there. All right. The second thing that I wanted to talk about, um, and we're going to go a little bit long today because I've just rambled. So this is good. Um, 
don't lock yourself into one service or shipping company. Uh, I think a lot of times I've seen a lot of people with their websites and they've got the UPS map up there and a UPS partner and, and uh, don't go there. <laughs> UPS and FedEx don't really care too much about you. Uh, obviously they care a lot more about some other stuff. So you want to make sure that you're taking advantage of all of the different shipping options that are available to them. So one of the strategies that, that I've used in some businesses that I've been a part of, in fact, using right now over at pickthegift.com um, is let the customer pick a timeline that they want it. So instead of listing on the website, you know, FedEx second day, UPS, you know, USPS first class mail or UPS priority, we list the shipping options as free economy, which is seven to 10 business days, potential shipping time. Uh, that way we can use services like SmartPost or SurePost or, or other slower methods that are quite a bit cheaper. Um, they can choose three day shipping which would be services like USPS priority mail, maybe some ground services, depending on where they're located. And regardless, you know, it lets us choose second day when, and then we pick FedEx second day or, or if priority mail is going to get it there quick enough. Um, and then overnight next to one day shipping. So instead of giving them all the different shipping company options, we give them a time option. So just let your customers pick a time they want the product, and then you can figure out after the fact the best way to get the item that you're shipping to them at the best cost for you. Um, the way to do this in your e-commerce software is just to have a custom name field for the different rates. So you know, we'll use a, uh, a ground rate for the three-day and, and, and a smart post first-class kind of rate. So... Um, or I'm sorry, like a priority or a ground rate for the three-day and then obviously a two-day rate there and, and stuff like that. So that gives us an opportunity to have a shipping cost that's a good ballpark figure. And you're going to win some, you're going to lose some, and that's okay. That That's the way you want this to happen is, is you want to be able to have control over that, not let the shipping companies determine who's going to win out. So so don't lock yourself in. Um you know, the second thing to think about here is that unfortunately the shipping companies have turned themselves into commodities. You know, they've gone and chased down the, the big box retailers. And, uh, you know, if you do some research, you can find that the average shipping cost for, for Amazon's about $5, where the average shipping cost for a small business is going to be closer to $18, uh, for their shipping. So, um, they, they've got plenty of room apparently, and, and they're just, so you need to actually make sure that you're taking advantage of of choosing which shipping company is going to be right for that particular shipment and then push them for better rates. You know, as, as your shipping grows, you should be asking them for better rates all the time. You should have a rep no matter how little shipping that you do, um, because guess what? Even if you have a rep, that rep's going to turn over hundreds of times uh, over at Pick the Gift. We're, we're shipping about 1,500 packages a day. and for the last two years, we've had five different reps, um, and uh, for 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 FedEx alone, not UPS, <laughs> we've tried to get a rep several times, and then they they just haven't come through. So, it's just one of those things. You have to push on them, and you have to lean on them, and and get a rep, get somebody that is going to be there to, you know, answer questions. And when it's time to put together your shipping rate contracts, it's it's a crazy horrible matrix. 
and just push them for better rates all the time. I mean, that, that's what they've done to themselves by turning themselves into a commodity. And until something better comes along, that's what we've got to do. Um, the other thing you want to do here is we talked about dimensional rates. Um, always put in your dimensions for everything that you ship. Um, and then always make sure that you you get a pretty accurate weight, even going down to the point of ounces, because those little changes w will make a difference um, in your shipping prices and and the dimensions will change. So even because what happens is if you don't put in all that stuff and you don't have it right, when it goes through their system, they're going to ding you for certain things. They're going to give you an oversized charge or something like that. And it's going to be more expensive for you to pay for that ding on the backside than it is to pay for a little extra on the front side. So get them. I'm not saying go overboard with it. I'm not saying if your package is nine and a half to go to 10, what I'm saying is to put in the exact information and get it right at the front end. All right. So another thing we want to do is we want to use a consolidation service or, or some sort of a shipping conglomerate. I, I use, I'm going to put one up here on the screen uh, real quick and uh, we'll pop that guy. Let's see. Let's find a fun one. Oh, that's not the wrong one. Okay. So this is the company that I use the most. Now they're probably a bit more expensive and there's other ones out there. Um, you know, so we can, we can do that kind of thing. But um, I like this one because it gives me a lot of options. And I'm going to go in here and you guys are going to see the back end of, uh, of something. So you're getting a little sneak peek. Um, so if I can get it to load up here, it gives us. So I'm in, in Pick the Gifts right now. And uh, we're going to load this up. And I can go to, boy, it's a little slow this morning. I think it's still <laughs> we we used it to death last night. So, um, all right. So I'm going to open an order here that I've got. And if I'm going to put in a weight, let's just say this is a pound. We're going to send three waffle towels for a pound. Um, so it, it's going to give me an opportunity to select some different services. So I can then go in here and I can pick two-day priority. You know, that gives me what my rate is. You know, if I'm putting in dimensions making some numbers up here. Um, okay, doesn't, doesn't change anything, but that's okay. And then I can look at, at all the other services and see what their pricing is going to be. UPS Ground. See, now we go up to $18 for UPS Ground. Our UPS rates aren't great. Um, we change it here to $14 for FedEx Ground. I mean, again, so you can see the massive differences. And if you let the customer pick, then you might be in a, in a bad spot there. So this customer just chose free economy shipping. Um, so we would, you know, so we could go pick smart posts. So now we go from 1442 to $8 and And that's even less than UPS priority mail. Now watch this though. Here's the, here's the real rub. Let's say if we can go 15 ounces, just under a pound, Okay, six eighty nine for priority mail, but let's ship that USPS first class mail, four dollars and sixty six cents. So there you go. That's a, that's a huge savings there. So again, that's where the mug box with foam comes in because this thing is about fifteen ounces. So there's four dollars and fifty cents, or four dollars and sixty six cents, excuse me, to ship that thing. So 
just wanted to show you guys that real quick. If you want to check it out, I've got a, this is an affiliate link. So if you guys are signing up for it, I, I, I get some credit for it. So I'd appreciate it if you use this, if this is something you're interested in, um, but not, not, not why, if you want to just go to shipstation.com, that's just fine too. Um, you know, I, I, I like this tool. There's uh, other tools out there. Shippo is another one. I mean, you can find, and there's probably several that are maybe tied into your e-commerce platform if you're using an e-commerce platform as well. So, so think about those things, um, use some of those services and, and go in and pick and not just using UPS or going to stamps.com or something like that. Cause link all that in and then you can look up everything at once. And then the next thing I want you to take a look at and I'll come up with some good ones because it's been a little while since I researched this. And I didn't have time before today to do this, but um, take advantage of companies that will audit your FedEx and UPS bills. Um, a lot of times, so even when you ship ground, FedEx and UPS, except for during the holiday seasons, they actually say that those guarantees aren't there anymore, but you actually have a service guarantee. So when that thing comes up and says three days, and that ground package gets delivered in four days, you should get credit back for that. But UPS and FedEx have made their bills so difficult to understand and read that it's really tough to go back and get those service uh, refunds. So I would highly recommend, because you don't want to be a shipping company. You want to be a decorator. You want to make cool mugs, or you want to make awesome t-shirts, or you want to embroider beautiful hats, or you know whatever it is that you're doing. You know, that's what you want to stay focused on. You don't want to get into being a shipper. So even though you're going to give away a, a chunk of your money to the these companies that audit for you, it's going to be worth it because you're going to get some back. It's going to keep the shipping companies honest. Um, it's going to make them go, hey, I need to get these, you know, this customer is 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 paying attention. So they're going to hopefully treat you a little bit better. Um you know, and so so doing these things is good. You don't go after FedEx and just be like, ah, I'm going to get you because you're not doing well. No, you're you're saying, hey, you know, this is the service contract that we entered into. This is in my contract that I get these service guarantees and you didn't fulfill your end of the bargain. So, you know, you need to pay up. And so I'll, I'll come up with a few. Uh, there were a couple that I just can't come up with in my brain right now, but there's definitely several companies out there that that's what they do. They have systems in place. They have software in place. Plus, they understand it. You know, a lot of these people came from FedEx or UPS themselves. Um, and, and so that that's something else you want to do. And then finally, finally getting back to some of the things that Jim and, and Ron had said and, and, uh, and some other comments along the way, let's look for unique opportunities to change shipping. Right now, you know, in the United States here, we've got UPS, FedEx, USPS, uh, I guess you could probably put DHL in there. Um, you know, our friends up in Canada right now are dealing with some challenges with Canada Post. You know, I, so there's kind of a, a almost a little bit of a monopoly on these things, and they all work together. You know, so they uh, kind of have their their thing going. But I know for a fact that lots of people are working on this. I mean, how many times has Amazon shown up with? an Amazon shirt on at, at our office. We, we get a lot more of that definitely where they're doing their own shipping. So I, I, it looks like on the horizon in the not too distant future, Amazon's going to have their own shipping services. 
companies like Uber um, and some of those transportation services are, are, are coming up with some different shipping stuff. If any of you guys have any like uh, alternative shipping stuff, please feel free to post those in the comments here and we'll get those up there. Uh, there there's definitely things in the works that are going to happen. So I want you to just kind of keep tuned into what's going on there. And then if you're doing a lot of local business, um, a great thing to do here, a great thing to be um, looking for are other small businesses in your area. There are lots of local delivery services out there um, that are great companies to work with. They might not be as easy as slapping a label on your thing and then the postman showing up. But once you get working with them, once you get to know them a little bit, um, their prices are good, that they're going to you know, save you some time so you can stay uh, doing what you're doing. And, and so do some things. So work local, work with some delivery companies, come up with something fun. You know, maybe you can create your own little local shipping uh, area in the summertime. You know, maybe your business is, is heavy with shirts in the summertime. Well, guess what? Hire a few uh, high school kids to to be your delivery drivers and to put your shirts on and to be your face, you know, make sure they're bubbly and you train them. And, you know, so we can get creative. We don't have to be held down by what the shipping companies are, are telling us here, um, especially in our world. We, we have so many opportunities to be unique um, in that we can still service local in, in a lot of the decorating folks that are out there that that there's still plenty of business locally that we don't need to worry too much about this but we do need to be creative. You know, think, think about what your story is and what type of shipping um, works best for your company. All right. So any other questions, any other things here? Uh, you guys definitely, uh, I'm just kind of giving a quick uh, moment of silence here so I can just look to see if anybody's got any other comments. I'm not sure if they're still coming through it and be live here. Sometimes that stuff gets taken down, but uh uh, not taken down. It just Facebook doesn't always like third party stuff here. Um, one other quick point, a couple other quick points, actually, and I'll get through this because I know we're 15 minutes over already. Uh, think about returns in your shipping. Returns can be just as important as your outbound shipping. Um, make make your expectations up front clear as far as your, your shipping. Uh, one thing that I know a lot of people in the production world do is they'll let people select shipping that's out and and save some money or or, or charge some money, um, but they they set it up as a whole. So if somebody orders something and there's a six day lead time before you ship that, and that's been clearly communicated, and that customer then chose uh, overnight shipping, well, as long as they understand not over not chose overnight shipping, the cu customer chose one day shipping. So. The customer is looking at seven days past when they ordered is when they expect to get that product. Well, if you get that product done in four days and you ship it three day and save some money there, you know, so think about some concepts like that where you're not taking advantage of the customer. You're setting the expectations up front and, and, and letting them figure out, okay, I need it by X amount of time. So what do I need to do to get it by, you know, what is today? 24th, November 24th, you know, so they had to have ordered here. And then if you could get it done faster, then you can save a little bit of money on shipping. That's a little extra profit in your pocket. Your customer's just fine with it because all they did was purchase a product and ask for it by a certain time. They weren't picking shipping methods or anything like that. So again, just bake all that stuff into the back end of it. And that makes it a lot easier. All right.
Um, we did talk a little bit about, I, I asked the question up front is, do you offer free shipping? And if you do, is there like a, a threshold? And I think the threshold is a great way to manage your orders, especially if you're doing a lot of online business. If you're like, oh, I just can't do those small orders all the time like that, then then great. Set your free shipping at the sweet spot. You know, Maybe an order that's $50 is a perfect order for your business. Well, then make that your free shipping threshold, you know, and make sure that you're priced everything accordingly. So if you're under $50, you're making extra money because you baked a little shipping into there. Plus then the customer is going to pay for shipping. And if you're over $50, you've got enough baked into it that you're covering your shipping. So the, again, just set all these things up front and think about some of these strategies to, to get away from having shipping be a completely separate part of the process. All right. Um, and then another great tool, a lot of e-commerce sites will allow for, for the free shipping to be set and where it'll pop up and say, Hey, you only need to spend 10 more dollars to get free shipping. So then they'll go back and buy 10 more dollars worth of stuff. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I guess I could use a coffee mug too, you know, kind of thing. Um, another thing to do is, is to encourage re repeat business. Maybe once your product's been delivered, you've got a sell slip in your, your, uh, in your package that comes along, that's branded and really nice. And they, and in big, bold letters that say, you know, come back, buy more and get free shipping, use this code kind of thing, you know, so that there's another strategy that you might want to look into. Um, and then also think about setting up a loyalty program or some sort of a membership program. Think about Amazon prime. That's a membership program in a way, you know, they just stole the uh, Sam's club Costco kind of, idea but but put it into the e-commerce world and um so they, they've got a membership kind of strategy so maybe you can have a membership kind of strategy maybe it's a shirt of the month club or, or something like that you know that you you have a loyalty program so let's let's take shipping and use it to our advantage and and have that as an extra value added service and and go from there all right so eric great stuff thank you Clear policies are critical. Always communicate on the lead end, people. <laughs> I love when Eric says people because that means he really wants to get the point across. At least that's what I've always taken it as. Eric, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Anyhow, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much for all of the comments and feedback and, and suggestions. Again, please, my whole goal with this thing every Saturday, I'm doing it every Saturday at 10.30 a.m. Central, so 11.30 Eastern, 8.30 Pacific, the entire goal here is to build a community of people that are interacting and talking about these things. You know, I've learned just as much from you guys as hopefully you've learned from me today. And that's the whole point. It's not about me sitting on the other side of this camera. This gives me a great opportunity for you guys to have your, your feedback as well. So thank you so much for that. Um, one quick reminder here and uh, going to put my email address up here. Uh, the business plan building thing is still something that's hugely important to me. So I'm going to harp on this every week. So if you tune in till the end, it's, it, it, it comes, but uh, go to Aaron Montgomery, um, Jim. Thank you. I'm going to shiny object, Jim. <laughs> You're welcome, Jim. Thank you for joining us. And, and again, keep selling local. I, I love that. Uh, keep that going. Anyhow, real quick business plan, Aaron Montgomery, dot info slash business plan go to it go through all five of those video parts there 
do the homework, just find some time. I know there, especially right now, there's probably not a ton of time, but make the time. I think this is so important for all businesses to be successful. And my, my goal and my why is to be a part of other people's success in my own little way. So that that's my why. And, the, and to me, this is a huge part of that. We need to develop this group of community of business plan people that have a business plan. I've seen way too many small businesses fail because they have no plan. So this is not just lip service. It's not just something for big companies. Every business needs to have a business plan. So I put together that five-part series. I want you to go back through it. If you've not done the homework, do the homework. If you've done the homework, <laughs> Jim says, keep harping on the small business plan. Maybe sometime I can get to it. I know, Jim. And, and trust me, I'm right there with you. I, I still am working on mine as well. So um, just baby steps. We're going to get there. We're going to do this together. But let's build this community together of each of us encouraging ourselves to do this. So if you do that homework, you're at the end, you're going to get into this community that I'm trying to build here. The BP Beers community. That's the best thing I come up with. Business plan builders. Um, if you guys have better, we'll, we'll, we'll build it together. But again, I think this is hugely important to small businesses. So because of that, I'm going to incentivize you <laughs> to push you to do this by the end of the year. And all you have to, you don't have to write a business plan by the end of the year. You just have to do those five short homework assignments at the end of those videos. And you'll get entered into a drawing to win a free Echo Dot. And uh, it's a great tool. I love using it. I can play music. I can keep my grocery list, all sorts of fun little things. And it gets better all the time. It's a fun little toy um, that you probably don't need to spend money on. Let me spend my money on it. Because I, I, again, I think this is hugely important to others' success. And that's my goal. That's my why. So email, everything. Awesome. Thank you, guys. It was fun. And I appreciate all the feedback and comments today. We will, uh, haven't quite figured out next week yet, but we will be back next week at 1030. So if you guys have suggestions for topics, um, please send them over my way at my email address there. And uh, we will catch you next week. Thanks. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Small Business Saturday Podcast. We appreciate having you as part of the community of listeners. Tune in for the live video sessions at facebook.com slash aaronmontgomery.info to become part of the active community. You can contact me directly at aaron at montcoconsulting.com. Thanks again for listening.